Hey y'all, it's Adi. And it's me, Shruti. Welcome back to You Didn't Ask, We Deliver. Um, Shrew, carried away with our topic. Yeah, so today we're going to do something a little different. It's still political, but we're going to be talking about like cancel culture and woke culture and how it's manifested sort of like in a political space, obviously, that I feel like a lot of people can agree like it has, but maybe also mm. branching out and talking about um, how it's manifested like in other spaces and also just discuss like our opinions of it, whether we agree with it, whether we think it's appropriate in some places or not in other places, just everything about cancel culture, woke culture and our thoughts. So, Adi, do you want to start off just talking about that? Um, yeah, sure. So I guess, like, um, again, since we generally talk about politics, I feel like this topic kind of, like, scopes more beyond politics. But I guess we can kind of like start from a political realm and carry it on. Um, but I guess in terms of cancel culture in general, obviously, like, I guess giving it a general definition it's basically this idea that you know someone gets like socially or culturally canceled for like something they did or said you know where it's basically like you have social repercussions that kind of thing I guess that's the best way to describe it but I guess Mm -hmm. from a political realm the kind of relevance there is that um I feel like you'll specifically the GOP. Um, This has been a thing where um, a lot of um, members of the Republican Party will kind of attack the left for um, kind of supporting cancel culture and this idea that like if someone, if, you know, uh, the fact that someone did something wrong comes to light, they immediately get attacked and, you know, um, face a lot of social repercussions, that kind of thing. Um, And so I feel like that's a very like, properly carried belief within a lot of people um, on the right that like, oh, um, the left supports and likes the idea of cancel culture and that um, that how it can be harmful, um, that sort of thing. So I know that's kind of like a general overview, but that's kind of the way I've seen it politically manifest. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess we can kind of go into more of like what our thoughts are on it, unless you want to talk about more of it politically. Um, I, yeah, I think we can go sort of into our thoughts and also kind of simultaneously, like, discuss how it's manifested politically. I think cancel culture, I don't fully agree with cancel culture. I think for a lot of things, I feel like people just overreact and assume that people can just never change. But I think there's also some things where, like, people deserve to be canceled. Like, if you're doing some Harvey <laughs> Wein... Like, if you're doing some Harvey Weinstein-level crap, like, canceled. You know? Like, that is just mm-hmm. inexcusable behavior. Um, Things like that. Like, yeah, be canceled. Like, you are a menace to society. But, <laughs> but like... My thing, like, there's other examples of where people got canceled or whatever or got opportunities ripped away from them where I'm a little bit more hesitant of, like, should that person be canceled? Like, the example that comes to mind for me was the Kevin Hart situation where um, it was surfaced that he tweeted out something homophobic like how many years ago like i don't even know it was oh god 
it was several years ago. Yeah, um, definitely several years ago. And like now, I don't know if Kevin. I don't know a lot about Kevin Hart, but from what I know about him, he doesn't seem like a homophobic person. And it seemed like he he's grown from that. So the fact that he originally had like he was going to host the Oscars, but then after that tweet came out, the Oscars had to remove that like position from him. I was a little conflicted about that situation again, like. I don't I, I also don't know if it's like my place to be like, oh, this isn't offensive because I'm not part of the LGBT community. But at the same time, I'm like, if we assume that people are going to be the way that they like the way that they were 10 years ago, however ignorant they were 10 years ago, and you assume like they just can't grow as a person, then like why would people even try to change? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And yeah, I feel like, absolutely. And I feel like that's also, like, a, a, like, that mentality of, like, oh, people are never changed. Like, if you, were ri- if you were ignorant 10 years ago, you're definitely still ignorant right now. If you were racist 10 years ago, you're definitely still racist now. Like, if you keep that, if people on the left keep on having that mentality, like, I feel like that is just a pipeline of so many people of our generation just going to the right and like being mm-hmm. like not necessarily being like oh they're gonna become like alt-right but definitely probably gonna be like conservative right-leaning republican voting and mm. i almost can't blame people if they choose to be that if what the left seems like is just like for cancel culture for like overly woke culture um and like pro or like anti people being able to change you know what I'm saying so I think in general like my opinion on cancel culture and woke culture is just like in some circumstances like yeah screw whoever like that person be should be ostracized from society Harvey Weinstein like pedophiles those people absolutely canceled I feel like for a lot of other things maybe that person doesn't need to be canceled they just need to be like educated and you know grow from that experience Mm -hmm. do you feel differently honestly yes um but i guess like a more i don't know like i guess like kind of makes it not complicated but just kind of like adds to the issue is that i think at least for me like I like the idea of people being held accountable, but I think um, society, like a lot of people just in today's society um, struggle to find the balance of holding people accountable versus um, like not giving them room to change. So it's one of those things where it's like, if something comes to light that like, you know, someone has done something that isn't a positive thing or like definitely is a negative thing. Like again, just using Kevin Hart's tweet as an example, just cause I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. But it's like, you know, it. yes, is it important to hold someone accountable? Absolutely. But then to then not give them the opportunity to learn from their mistake and grow. And by that, I basically mean like, yeah, you're allowed to call them out and say, hey, like this was a long time ago, but what you said at that time is not okay. But then to then say, therefore, you are homophobic and no one can change my mind on that. Like, I feel like that's 
that's terrible because you don't give someone the chance to grow, even if that's a current, like say he did, you know, he tweeted that like, not again, not like yesterday, but like a year ago, but then has since then like grown, you know, it's like, I feel like it's important to understand that people learn and grow and change and like giving people the opportunity to do that like allows for positivity right because like what's the point of holding someone accountable but then like what do you expect out of holding them accountable if you're not going to give them the opportunity to change right like if you point out someone's mistake but constantly attack them for that mistake instead of letting giving them a chance to understand their mistake apologize and you know, kind of learn from their mistakes, carry on forward in a different way. Like if you don't allow someone to do that without attacking them, then how can you expect them to change? And I think you bring up an interesting point with the fact that that like in a political realm kind of encourages people to kind of um, mean more, right? Because it's this idea that like, if you can never do right, then like, what's the point of trying to change? Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like, you know, like if you're going to get attacked for something you did, but no one's ever going to like, you know, say like, hey, you know, you made a mistake, but try, you know, like, it, you know, if you honestly feel bad and you want uh, you want to like learn and grow, um, then you have the room to do so. Like if you don't have the opportunity to do that, then people are going to stay stuck on, you know, like, on what they've been doing um and even like you can even argue this you know within politics too like um if you think about it like yes the GOP like very strictly has in their platform that you know like part of their platform is um the idea that a marriage should be with like between a male and a female so and like we've talked about this how like again how their further platform is like homophobic inherently but like if you think about it like a lot of democrats like even as recent as like a decade ago, um, you know, like had a lot of like homophobic beliefs, like a lot of, you know, kind of LGBTQ rights has been more of a recent um, development into, you know, kind of understanding the community, respecting the community and um, giving, you know, allowing them to have the rights that they deserve has been definitely more recent development, at least like in my opinion, something I've I've seen change dramatically throughout my lifetime, you know? So yeah. to, like, it, with that in mind, to hold someone responsible, like, to hold someone responsible for their previous beliefs is okay, or their previous actions, but to keep someone limited to that, I think is awful. So if you were to mm. be like, hey, like, 15 years ago, you stood on this platform. How could you, um, you know, like, you said... A homophobic thing how could you you're a terrible human being and like shut them off like that's terrible like should you hold someone accountable for saying something that's rude or like you know is mean to a group of people or a specific person absolutely but then like I think it's important to also see how they react to it like if you then if that person then goes hey listen like 15 years ago I didn't know and so I said this and like I've since learned and grown from that and I'm no longer that way I don't agree with that statement and I apologize like if they're you know if you're kind of like if you kind of learned and grown since then or you like recognize and like you want to do better like I don't know like why limit someone to like limit someone from being able to kind of to grow and change doesn't make sense to me yeah I agree with that and I was also thinking about sort of how this whole thing applies to 
the political sphere as well. I find it interesting how cancel culture has sort of permeated in like so many different aspects of life. So like things that wouldn't be political before sort of are now. So the example that comes to mind is um the whole situation with Chris Harrison on The Bachelor mm, and the yeah. Rachel and the Rachel Lindsay situation. So after that interview went down, a lot of people thought it was very tone deaf. Wait, go ahead and just, like, briefly explain it in case anyone, like, doesn't know what happened there. Yeah, so essentially what happened, I actually don't remember. Or I can explain it if you want. So I think what what happened was one of the contestants on The Bachelor, Rachel Kirkconnell, Kirkconnell, Mm -hmm. she got exposed for attending, like, an um like one of a a sorority party that had a theme of like a southern plantation um and so that obviously was like very racially insensitive and so uh, wait i want to expand a little bit yeah oh yeah it was basically an antebellum party which is basically again it's what you're saying so it's like um historically it's a party that like celebrates the old south so it's like people dress up and like plan as if they're plantation owners Mm -hmm. which like again since it's celebrating plantation era it tends to have um racist undertones just because that was an era in which slavery was a thing and a lot of these parties have been like pretty overtly racist in the past like Mm -hmm. been white only or like have had like very derogatory things kind of happen at these parties not all parties but again a lot of them and the undertones pretty much exist for every party yeah so anyway this contestant rachel kirkinell she got exposed because she took pictures at this party and so that was obviously a very racially insensitive um thing that she went to and so in an interview with Chris Harrison and Rachel Lindsay, Rachel Lindsay is the first black um, bachelorette in that entire show. Um, Chris Harrison was sort of defending Rachel Kirkconnell um, saying that, I don't know if he said that it wasn't racially insensitive, but saying like, Oh, like the woke talking about like the woke police or, Things like that. And essentially saying that people were overreacting. And um, a lot of people didn't like that. And so um, because of that, Chris Harrison got his... He had to step down from being host of The Bachelor. I don't know if he was, like, removed or if he personally stepped down. I don't know those details. I think it's, like, a hiatus type of thing. I don't know if it's, like, a temporary removal, but he's also not the host for the current season, I believe. Right. I think Wait, actually, I think... I don't know if it already finished. Ooh. I used to keep up very much with the franchise and just have not recently, but... Yeah. Yeah. But what I find interesting was that that's, like, I feel like race is a very political issue in the U.S., but the reason why I'm saying this is, like, explicitly political is because... Um, whenever I'm at the gym and I'm, like, um, I'll see, like, the TVs because they'll play, like, the news sometimes. And they'll have Fox News on on some of those TVs. And I remember they were talking about this whole situation and how Fox is obviously right-leaning, Republican, conservative. Um, and on some of the hosts on Fox News were saying that 
they were boycotting the bachelorette and the bachelor and that whole franchise after that whole interview situation because they felt like again it, it was starting to become too woke and you know becoming focused on like social issues social justice warriors whatever talking essentially disapproving of chris harrison not being the host anymore and sort of supporting his point of like oh people are too sensitive now and so it's just interesting to see how things that you wouldn't even think are political like literally the bachelor or the bachelorette which is like some trashy like reality (laughs) tv show is now a point of contention between like the right versus the left in a sense of like oh are you woke if you watch it or not woke if you like if you don't watch it like you know what i'm saying so it's just Mm -hmm. like it's interesting to see how woke culture and cancel culture like affects so many different things and how that in turn makes so many different things a political statement yeah i kind of want to highlight like how that's like a great example of kind of like how work cultural cancel culture has come into play but also just like all the different ways it kind of manifests both politically and otherwise because like if you think about it like that uh, again people's response to that kind of shows um you know how there's kind of varying opinions because obviously like well i guess i'll just break down every part of it right so like for um rachel kirkmill like when all this stuff came uncovered that like okay she like her sorority had this party and, and that inch that she intended so her response i actually think and again this is my opinion like i've um it wasn't my apology to accept anyway so i'm not really gonna um, I think in terms of just as far as apologies go in general, I feel like she did a decent job of just like recognizing, you know, recognizing that this was a fault, um, kind of apologizing, you know, apologizing for that action and kind of taking the time to like learn about her action and just point blank saying like, hey, um, you know, I like apologize verbally, but also I hope that like my future actions show that you know, showed that my apology is sincere, you know, but basically that sort of response. Mm-hmm. She, she kind of had that response, and I think it was especially important considering that she was on the, a season with the first Black Bachelor. So, like, right. again, so that was, you know, kind of like her response. And um, and since then, you know, hasn't really, like, um, like, done anything, at least to my knowledge. I don't keep up incredibly, like, to mm-hmm. see with the franchise anymore. But, um hadn't really done anything that was like you know racist or anything of that nature since that moment so you know um I really do think it's you know at that point if you've been held accountable for past action um but have kind of learned and grown from there I don't want to like again comment on whether that's like the right action or not but I think it's definitely like you know in terms of in general I think it's nice that you know she like was able to acknowledge the past mistake and acknowledge that it's good to learn and grow from there. So I do think that kind of shows an example. So it's like, it is definitely like, it can definitely be frustrating if, you know, everyone constantly hold, like holds her to a past action because you can't change the past at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's kind of, it's good that, you know, it's good to hear that 
um, people can learn and grow from things they've done in the past. And even just the fact that they have the capacity and the ability to learn and grow, like, um, if they would like to. And I think it's just important that you're not limited to stuff you've done in the past. Um, but also in regards to the actual response, so kind of like Ms. Harrison and like Rachel discussing it, um, I think it was kind of an issue. Hey, y'all, I cut out, but I'm back. Sorry, my Wi-Fi has been kind of jank today. Um, <laughs> mm. um, but anyways, um, I think it's interesting again, true what you were talking about with like how people in general kind of responded to the whole issue because I think that kind of ties into woke culture really well. But this idea that people think like, hey, um, you know, like um, social uh, or social media and like pop culture is obsessed with this idea of woke culture, like trying to bring that into everything, like TV, movies. And that's like a general thing I've heard about a lot. Like mm -hmm. I've definitely heard people kind of say like, oh, every like people are trying to bring like race into everything or just like being like trying to be a social justice warrior into everything. And like, I think it's like an interesting interesting to unpack even though it's a lot to unpack and we really can't unpack all of that it's yeah. interesting to kind of look at that because I feel like when people kind of saying that oh why are things too rogue also kind of don't struggle with these issues I don't know if that makes sense so it's like it's like I, I mean, get people who are just like oh I don't want to talk about like I want to leave politics out of yeah. what I watch or like the tea, the entertainment I watch. Yeah. Understandable. And it's like, but at the same time for social justice, I feel like that's the type of thing that some people can blissfully ignore and others can't. So it kind of like brings an interesting perspective. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think to be honest, in some spheres, I can see both sides in others. I'm like, dude, like this is, an important issue and your privilege mm -hmm. is showing a little bit by being able to blissfully ignore said issue and just be like keep race out of this or keep you know whatever issue or like don't play the woman card in terms of like sexism and things like that and the one sphere that I'm talking about where I feel like maybe people are right where it's like it's pro it's honestly not that deep and it's not like no one needs to be canceled for this is um i've heard this take from people on tiktok that are sort of like eating disorder recovery accounts in that um if you go to the gym or if you work out to have a certain physique um you're fat phobic and i think that take is absolute bull like bull like i think it's yes let's unpack that <laughs> i think that take is so beyond stupid because for me fat phobia is being like oh because this person is fat like they don't like thinking like oh they don't deserve rights or like oh they should be denied respect or things like that and absolutely like if you believe those things then you're fat phobic but just because someone's someone's fat but i don't think someone going to the gym because they want to get shredded or they want to have like bigger biceps or bigger quads or you know just want to improve like a certain aspect of their body 
and they don't want to look um and they don't want to be overweight or they don't want to have excess fat on their body like I don't think that if you're doing that for yourself I don't see why that makes you fat phobic you know what I'm saying Mm-hmm. Like no, absolutely. people should be allowed to do what they want to their own body and not mm-hmm. be like sh- fit shamed for that. Yeah, no, I think that's like important to bring up. It's like I because I remember seeing that take um, from like there is that one particular TikTok that's been trending that we were yeah. both talking about. Um, but yeah, it's like that. I don't know. Hey, I'm back again. My Wi-Fi has been absolutely terrible, but (laughs) again, I return. Um, But yeah, just, I guess, kind of going into that, I just want to reiterate before I start that, like, um, you know, again, I feel like it's important to kind of distinguish between, like, respect for others and personal goals. So in terms of, you know, like, I definitely agree that Um, body positivity is important and that like everyone is beautiful and um you know and should feel beautiful should be treated equally no matter what their um status of you know like status of health is whether you don't work at uh, work out at all or work out all the time whether you like don't eat healthy or you do eat healthy and whether um you know whatever body weight you are whether you're overweight healthy weight or underweight and again none of those core like you know, like you can be in any spectrum for all of those. It's also, I think, really important to not judge someone based on any of these factors in their physical appearance. With that being said, I think it's also important for you to be able to have your own personal goals, right? So you wanting something. Go ahead. I just said absolutely. Oh, sorry. I thought you said one sec. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think it's, I think at the end of the day, you're allowed to want things for yourself. Right. And so, you know, um, especially with regards to now, I wouldn't agree if you were like starving yourself and you're like, this is what I want, you know, it's like, okay, maybe like be healthy. Um, but you know, it's like, you're like, if you're, you want to work out to look a certain way, that's okay. Right. If you think about all the like things we, you know, everyone does to look a certain way, like we like all cut our hair a certain way, dress a certain way, like, you know, tattoos, piercings, like, um, all kinds of things. Like, Mm -hmm. um, we like do all kinds of things to self-express or like to look the way we want to look, right. Makeup, um, all kinds of things. So, you know, why not change your physique as well? I mean, I would argue that even for plastic surgery, right? Like if you want to get plastic to look a certain way, go for it. Like it's, it's your body and you can, you know, you can look however you want to look and fitness should be a part of that too. Like you, you wanting to work out to um, look a certain way is your business, you know? So yeah, yeah, very interesting take I saw. And that really did make me think about this, like overlying world culture in general. I don't know. Yeah. And so when I saw that take, I was like, okay, maybe this whole woke culture thing has gotten, not necessarily has gone a bit too far, but like in that aspect, I'm like, yeah, it it has gone a bit too far. You know, I think, I, I don't think it needs to be applied in that sense. I think there's more important issues where people could be canceled over than you know 
whether or not someone's going to the gym and for what reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it just brings up like the general idea that like, um, I think the issue we struggle with, with kind of this cancel culture or culture is just the idea that, um, you know, it's like how, like, how can you like hold someone accountable without going too far or, or like, you know, just this idea that like, you know, you can have, um, you know, you can like be respectful without like taking it too far. And I think the issue is that like, we're at a point where like, it, you know, like it is, it's hard to balance understanding people and not like gaslighting them being like oh like your struggle or like your you know like you being offended by something like you want to respect how people feel right so if something offends someone mm-hmm. you want to be respectful of that but how do you balance that with some with it going too far you know yeah Cause it's like we're also in a society now where pe- a lot of people always comment that it's like oh this today's society everyone's too soft or like people find right. everything um people offensive. find everything offensive yeah. and honestly like with what i've seen on the internet it is kind of true all right, we're back, y'all. We have like 75 different recordings for this episode because it, it's just going to be a choppy situation, but it's fine. Anyway, in terms of final thoughts, in terms of, you know, cancel culture, woke culture, how it's manifested in the political sphere and also other spheres. For me personally, I think that cancel culture and like woke culture is appropriate at a, at a certain time and place, but I think that as a society we need to adapt our mindset to be like people depending on obviously the situation people should and like be encouraged to change and grow rather than be held to whatever ignorant mindset they had in the past and I I think that cancel culture does not allow for that sort of mindset and keeps people and doesn't encourage people to grow and sort of gives this mindset of like okay then why even try like if I'm gonna get canceled for something that I did 10 years ago why even try might as well go to the right and become right-leaning because they won't judge me or whatever or they won't cancel me for what I did a while ago mm-hmm Yes, I absolutely 100% agree with your take. And I think that's kind of where my final thoughts are going to be at is just expanding on that. Um, I think it's really important as, you know, cancel culture is kind of like a forefront in pop culture and society. I think it's really important to kind of remember that, hey, the the good part about this is the accountability. And I think that we're doing good with in society, like recognizing you know, kind of holding people accountable for their actions past or present. Um, but then I think the part that definitely needs some work is recognizing, okay, but have we given them a chance to learn and grow from their mistakes or are we limiting them to their previous um, selves? And I think that's where we need the most work and we can grow the most. And in regards to political manifestations, I think the right has kind of played a good game of you know, kind of recognizing that this is an issue in society and kind of politicizing it, I think is honestly like pretty smart on their part because they're kind of able to take a hold of this, um, you know, and, you know, kind of take the ball and run with it on this regard. Um, But, you know, I, I think that having better balance will hopefully play more into the political manifestation of it as well. 
Um, But yeah, this has been an interesting discussion, kind of talking about just the culture in general and how it's also politically manifested. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely enjoyed this conversation. It was, I think, a necessary one to have. And I feel like we still had slightly different opinions, but agreed on most things. Mm -hmm. And it goes to show that even though we are left-leaning, you know, liberal leftist, like, part of that aisle, we still, we don't, it doesn't mean that we're like those other people that are, like, super for cancel culture or for woke culture or things like that. So I think that goes to shows like the diversity of opinions just, you know, on the left too. And it's not like mm-hmm. all left-leaning people are for cancel culture, for like excessive woke culture. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this really highlights that yeah. um, this episode. So, But that's been this episode, y'all. Tune in for more in the future. Bye. All right. Bye, y'all.